to Sundays with Rev. Carla, a community like no other because it is church like no other. And now I invite you into this sacred space and may our hearts be open to receive, may our minds be open to learn, and may our souls be willing to connect to the sacred and to each other. Okay, this is our last Sundays with Rev. Carla for 2023. Y'all, we've made it. Oh, what a year. We thought 2020 was one. We thought 2016 was one. We're doing it. We're making it. But I do want to do something different here. I'm calling this teaching, The Choice is Yours. And it's inspired by one of my Hello December writings from several years ago. But before we get there, I want to talk a little bit about this concept of a spiritual reset. And this again is inspired by some writings that I've had in my resource kit for years. I have so many writings. I wonder if I'll ever get to them all. But this um, this is another one of my favorites. Uh, so several years I taught a course or a teaching called uh, Spiritual Reset, like I said. And I, I like this teaching because it gives us an opportunity to just pause and reset. I mean, this is something we should do every at the end of the year is reflect. And, you know, we're, we're busy taking down decorations. We're busy getting ready for the next year. But if we pause and reflect before we get out our new year's new, the new year calendar and do all these things that to help set the house, what if we go inward and reset ourselves? So this was the precept behind all of this whole spiritual reset. And I did it because especially after COVID and 2016 and Trump getting elected, I I saw so many of us, including myself, definitely responding to some of what was happening to the stressors through fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And of course, we know what fight is. We're going to fight. We're going to come out fighting. Uh, flight, we're just running away from it. And that can also be a denial or just for freeze means I'm just going to stay here and doom scroll all day long. I'm done with this world. I'm just going to numb out. And fawn means that we're just going to take whatever and pretend like it's not happening and be in complete denial. But when we recognize that that's some of what we're doing and we can instead take a moment to process some of what's happening and a lot of the external things we can't control, those things we that are coming at us, we can't control. We have to be able to process it from a place of groundedness and mindfulness as best we can with the tools that we have. So if we found ourselves in a place of fight or flight or freeze or fawn all the time, then that's a clue that we need to spend more time with grounding practices, mindfulness practices. How do we need to build? Ooh. I almost hate to say this, but a spiritual warrior things. And the reason why I don't like to say that, because oftentimes those that kind of language can remind you of the Christian centric kind of things that we came from, but we can always, we're reimagining them. We're giving them new context and we're giving them new uh, meaning so that you can reclaim them for you. So this is an exercise to help you kind of think about what's rising for you. What happened to you in 23 and how did you deal with it? I can tell you that I have been all over the place. And oftentimes I think, how in the world did I write a book? And then other times where I can get my mind around it, I go, I had all this stuff happen. And in spite of that, I wrote a really good book. 
it's all, you know, how, how, how easily that energy can change from one to the other. Like, my God, how did I do that? Instead of like, in spite of that, I rose above and conquered it and actually became a better person for it. So if you don't want to do this now, this actually can become a meditation or a ritual that you can do. So this isn't necessarily an invitation to say, I'm going to stop the tape here, stop the, the tape, the recording here and grab your journal and try to uh, go through these questions. But I'm inviting you to use this recording somewhere in the next week or so to think about how these questions can help you prepare yourself for 2024. And maybe that's something that you can consider. And who knows, I may even get myself together enough to make this a PDF for you. It all depends on the book edits. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm holding, I'm giving myself grace. Remember, we've talked a lot about grace this, this year. I'm giving myself grace for this. And I'm going to hold some boundaries away because I would love to give you a, a, a teaching, a resource guide that you could use for this, but I don't know. I've got one round of edits that's looming and I've got still more to do. So we'll see how we go. But anyway, for this practice, if you decide you want to do that, put on a, if you, if you like to put on a prayer shawl, Uh, candles, meaningful music, whatever works for you to create a space to, 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 as a signal that tells your mind, your body, and your soul that something sacred is about to arrive. And I want to look at this differently than the way I look at things, other things in my life, if I'm just going through my daily activities. So that's one thing that you can do, but this is the place where you are going to have your heart heart center completely open. So whatever you need to do to, to do to make this an open heart centered practice, because I do believe this is where insight comes and miracles can come. So the first thing that I'd like to ask you to consider is when you're thinking about this past year, and, and I want you to write from a place of what comes up is the right thing to think about. Some people teach, oh, we'll wait till the second or third. I really believe that the first one is the most raw. It's where your mind is, but you do what's what's right for you. But what comes up as the first thing in 2023 that was just the most painful? And I'm not going to pause enough in these questions to give you time to answer unless you're a really quick writer, because then I want you to think about the next thing and the next thing, because several things more than likely will come up. And then as you think about those things, how did you handle, how do you feel that you handled them? And that isn't through judgment. We handle them with the tools that we have at the resources that we have, who we were at that moment. But it gives us an opportunity to look at it through a place of uh, objectivity, hopefully that you can bring to yourself. For instance, if I say, yeah, the loss of my friend in May was very painful and I handled it stoically, but I also know that I'm holding back grief because I needed to handle it stoically because I was going through several high pressure things from my home, uh, from another friend who was sick. So I'm going to have to revisit that grief. That might look like something that I would, that I would write and then park that there that I may need to work on and knowing I do need to work on a place where I can process the loss of my friend. 
what were some significant moments in the year for you? And significant can be defined as anything from joyful, inspirational, sad, but significant can be profound, poignant, whatever that is, that's for you. Just see what comes up for you. And when you think about that, once you've written about what that is, why were those significant, joyful, poignant, memorable? Why? Why Why are those things coming up for you? And then how do they impact you now? How do they inspire you? How do they motivate you? How did they change you? How did they hurt you? How did they anger you? So this is a time for reflection because if there are things that we didn't that we would change or that maybe we're still holding on to setting those intentions for how we're going to work on those is this is a good, a good time to do that. So let me move. I told you this is going to be a little different. So I'm looking at several different documents here and I want to get to a couple other questions here that I love um, that can help you with this. All right. Because this is where I wanted to get, because I think it's important, especially for what's going on right now in the world on a global or national level, describe any moments this past year where you witnessed pain, heartache, abuse, wrong, division, disregard for human life or for the earth, just right, just freely right. And once you've written until you feel that you're complete, then how did those moments change you? What about them have stayed with you? And how has it changed your perspective about the world? Or how, and how has it changed your values or your, your beliefs? And then how did those events motivate you to live with kindness and compassion in your heart. And you can do this like from a very global, from a very high level, or you can do it individually on each one of those events. However, you how 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 granular you want to get is up to you and how far you can take, you could go into this practice. And then the last part I want you to think about is your, are your relationships, specifically your relationships, whether that's with family, friends, professional, how have those relationships affected you these past year, this past year? What about them, the same thing, angered you, hurt you, changed your values? How do, how have they, how have they impacted you? And if you want to tell specific stories in that journal, please, please do so. And then how has, if they've changed you, how has it motivated you or inspired you to be to live from a place of compassion and kindness? When you get through all these questions, think about, and I know you're having to do a lot of pausing and playing here. I hope you're going through this with me. How has this year made you want to be a better person? How has this past year made you want to be a better person? person, a better version of yourself? And what steps have you taken to make that happen? There's no judgment here. We all go through things that we all go through. Lord knows I missed 
many target dates, getting things done. There's no judgment. It's about forward motion that oftentimes requires us to boomerang back as things happen. But this is a this is an intention that we're setting to move forward. Okay, I want to end this session as I have similarly in in December by offering you a reading that I did, a writing that I did part of my Hello December series where I had written for every day of the year, a significant event. And for, of course, for December 31st, I had written about New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or the last day of the year. And I had in this image, I had included an image of a door. And I wonder, can I share that with you? Oh, I hope my editor is not going to be upset that I'm trying this. It looks like I can. Do you like this? See all this is all in real time. If you're seeing what I think you're seeing, you should see a door. You see that? So this is this this picture just spoke to me so so eloquently and clearly when I wrote this. Mm, gosh, 4 years ago. And the name of this was The Choice is Yours. And it was the final day in the Hello December series. And I want to read this to you because when you look, think about that door that you just saw, what do you see? Some will see a door opening, but you're going to pass through it from the dark to the light. And other people may see that you're coming into from the light into the dark. The choice is yours. There's no wrong way to look at this. And both can be equally good. So the choice is yours. The image is a perfect reflection of time at the end of the year. Because tomorrow is a new year. The keeper of wishes, dreams, and all things yet to manifest. We leave behind all that will be no more and can never be changed. Unsaid, undone, or duplicated. Only remembered for the joy it left or the sorrow it held. So yes, beloved, walk into the light and embrace another opportunity to journey around the sun and explore all the world has to offer or step into the darkness and spend time healing from within. The choice is yours. But as we pass through this portal, remember that even the darkest moments, there was beauty, healing, and love. The scars we endured created depth and wisdom that didn't exist within you before. So hold on to the wonder of 365 days because that was denied to so many who will not be here to move into 2024. Yes, beloved, trust the mystery of the darkness and the unknown. Jump into the new year and believe that all will be well and all manner of things shall be well. The choice is yours. There is no right or wrong. There just is. Thank you, 2023. For in you, we discovered parts of ourselves, held space for others' beliefs, welcomed the return of the sun, and developed new gratitude for all that was and all that will come to be. And so it is. Okay, as we bid farewell for now, remember to nourish your spirit, nurture your dreams, and always believe in the incredible power that resides within you. Believe in miracles because you are one. Until we meet again on the journey of inspiration and spiritual growth, may your path be filled with love, joy, and boundless opportunities. 
And if it feels so right, join me now with this closing prayer or meditation. Holy One, Divine Mystery, God, you who are known by so many names, but none fully captures the love, the wonder, the mystery of all that you are. We say thank you for another day and for our time together. Now, if it feels right and you are closing these Sunday gatherings, you may journal, which I hope you do with the spiritual reset questions and spend time um, processing what today's teaching is asking of you. What needs light? What needs healing? And hear the helicopter go by. That is an emergency helicopter that goes to the hospital. So we can pause for just a minute and send love to that person who's in it. We can't stop life happening around us. So we might as well just embrace it. But dear one, may the rest of your day be gentle and just what you need. Happy New Year. Happy, happy, blessed New Year. I'll see you in 2024.